five, six, five, six, seven, eight. L. <laughs> Respect my authority. Five, a six, a five, six, seven, eight. L is for listening to. Okay, all right. L is for listening to. Okay, all right. And a five, six, a five, six, seven, eight. L is for listening to please save me. O is for oh my god, it's free. V is very, very loud and sometimes scary. E is even more content than ever before and love is all that we can broadcast to you love is more than just a podcast for two that's right folks we're looking for new listeners here on the podcast uh we love you and we cherish you but we need more people for this thing to stay alive for this thing to stay afloat Uh, we pay money for every listener we get so the more that we can get the sooner we go broke which means the sooner we can die get out of here that's exactly what i'm saying what are you listening to well you're listening to please save me what's please save me it's a recap podcast for tv's number one show and that show is chicago heroes now let me ask you a question sarah and i'll get to who i am in a moment is chicago heroes a comedy or is it a drama kind of both and it's also a lot of other genres fuck around and find out my name is ben flores i'm one of the hosts of this show and you already heard me use the first name of the other host but now she can tell you both of her names um don't give away your middle one oh sarah blank black <laughs> okay and i i tricked you because you did give away your middle one there ah, uh, i'm it's always blank. doing that okay and what's your social security um uh, uh, uh um, six no idiot says six. their social security number <laughs> yeah an idiot says their social security number uh-huh an idiot says their social security number. Okay, six nine six uh six nine four twenty. Okay, exactly. One four twenty one. You want to know what my social security number is? Uh, an idiot says their social security number. Thirty six twenty five thirty four. <laughs> That's good. So here's what we're gonna do. Yeah, please. You ready? Yeah. I'm gonna play the intro <laughs> theme music to the show. Are you ready for we it? We haven't even started. Five and six and five six seven eight. Gotta take a side. You know what makes me really sick to my stomach? What? It's watching you stuff your face with those hot dogs. If you see me coming, you better run because I'm gonna lay you the fuck down. Nobody, I mean nobody, puts ketchup on a hot dog. It smells like courage. What up? This is Ben, and I am here to host the show that you just heard the intro to. So you've already heard all about it. I'm about it, about it. How about you? Yeah, I'm Sarah, and I'm still here. Are you about it, about it? I'm about it, about it. (laughs) Okay. About about it. All right. um, Is that from something? No, I'm just kind of trying to... I'm I'm about about it. See, there we go. Yeah. I'm just trying out new catchphrases for the show. Yeah. What do you think of that one? Yeah, we're Please Save Me, and we're all about it, about it. We're please save me. We're the hero. Okay, so we call our listeners hero heads because they're obviously well, fans of the show of the show Chicago Heroes are also hero heads, right? Which has caused some confusion. Venn diagram of fans of the television show Chicago Heroes and fans of the podcast. Please save me. Two circles. Two big circles <laughs> separate from each other. Tatas, mama. <laughs> you know what I'm talking about? Tits. 
titties. Yeah, titties. T-I-D-D-I-E-S. I have nipples, Greg. Could you milk me? Yes. So we're just trying out different catchphrases here for the show. So what do we got I'm so about far? About it. So we got I'm about it, about it. I'm about about it. <laughs> We've got... Uh, I have nipples, Fokker. Can you milk me? We've got T I D D I E S. And we've got Mama. So Mama. I would say that the top two contenders for me so far are I'm about it, about it. <laughs> and Mama. Okay, because that's interesting because my two it's are. The two that I came up with. Yeah, the two that I'm <laughs> so. most interested in are I have nipples, Greg. Can you milk me? Mm, yeah. And T I D D I E S. I have nipples, Sarah. Could you milk me? So that's what a. Yeah, listener- probably. Probably if I tried hard enough. That's probably how our listeners would use that catchphrase is they would kind of, they're on a forum talking to each other or whatever, right? They're on the Hero Hud subreddit. Right. And what they would do is they would say to someone with, with their username. They yeah. would say that there's a user on the Hero Hud subreddit by the name of... Courtney Cop 69420. Okay. So they would say, I have nipples, Courtney Cop 69420. Could you milk me? And then they'd say back, yeah, maybe. Yeah, maybe. That could, okay. So there, so we've actually got another contender now. Which is, please Another save me. horse in this race. So you got to be imagining a please save me t-shirt, and then it's got a little quotation under it with a catchphrase for our show, which in this case, with the latest horse in the race, would be, Nay. it would say, please save me, and then it would say, yeah. okay, now I'm trying to, okay, so that's a fourth contender. That's a whole different thing. It's a sixth contender. That's a whole different thing. It's Nay. a whole different I'm about it, about it. That's a whole different thing. I'm going on the t-shirt here where we got to just <laughs> yeah, try Yeah, you're going out. on the t-shirt. I'm going to try Let's out this go on one, the t-shirt. which is, okay, picture this. Let's it's go a, on the t-shirt. And picture this could be a whole nother catchphrase, but picture this. It's a, it's a t-shirt and it says, please save me. And then under that, it has in quotations, it says, yeah, maybe. <laughs> it doesn't really, it's kind of really boring. Yeah. I mean, that's a really good. That might, okay. That might be the most boring one out of all of them. I like it the best though. What was the one that we just came up with that Yay. I said, you know, that I said could be another one. Picture this. I like that. Picture we were about learning and on the floor. I like picture this because, and maybe we can just stick on this one for a moment. Sure, I like fine. picture this okay. because what do we do on our podcast, Sarah? Tell me what we tell me what we do. Tell me what we do on this podcast. <laughs> we uh, talk. We talk turkey um, about the podcast about television show. Okay. Yeah. So what are we asking our listeners to do when they Look listen? Look at this photograph. <laughs> what are we asking our listeners to do when we do the podcast? When they listen to the podcast? a picture today. Okay. Well, so I can tell that this is kind of, um, that the quickest way out that of this. That you're about it. I can tell that the quickest way out of this is it's just to it. get out of it. No, it's not through it. So let's kind of get just out of it. Get it out of our systems. Well, so that's actually not what I'm saying. I'm not saying let's get it out of our systems. Okay, but that's that kind, kind of one. That's that kind, kind of, of suggests one. doing more that's of what kind of we've one. been doing. Imagine a t-shirt that says, please save me. And then it says, just get it out of our systems. Okay, right now, let me explain to you something. You're doing to me. Okay, my role on this show is to do what you're doing to me now to you. Oh my, how the tables have reversed. Yeah. So this is kind of, you're kind of... table sort of backing up, flipping that thing and reversing it. You're kind of... I'm kind of doing the best Squeaking my thunder right now. Okay? Okay. So stop squeaking my thunder. So that could go on a t-shirt. <laughs> so right there. So me. now have the tables turned again because now I've got another one in the mix. Stop squeaking my thunder. Okay, but what about I've got another one in the mix? Okay, I love that. And can we agree on that? Maybe. 
I think we should. I'm bad about it. So I'm bad about it. Go ahead and use that on uh, Vine. Use it on Twitter. Use it on Instagram. Use it on Facebook. Go ahead and use that on TikTok. Use it on Snapchat. Use it on Bumble. Use it on Tinder. Go LinkedIn. ahead and throw that one on LinkedIn. And that is, uh, please save me, hashtag I'm about it, about it. That's kind of good. I think it's kind of nice. Yeah. And All on right. that, we can agree. We can. So I don't actually have a soundboard thing for agreement, right? <laughs> yeah, maybe, most of ours are about disagreement. Maybe this one. Do you understand the words that are coming out of my mouth? Because you can kind of imagine me and you just saying that at each other at the same time. Yeah, sort of being at an impasse. Sort of like this. One, two, three. Do, Do you understand the words that are coming out of my mouth? And so maybe that should be the catchphrase. Yeah. How was your day, Sarah? Um... <laughs> oh, I'm sorry to hear that. It's okay. How was yours? It was pretty good, actually. I spent a lot of it chatting with you online, so it's interesting no. that yours no, 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 was no. bad. No, I had a lot of fun chatting with you online. We had a good time online. Chatted with you online. That was what made my day good. No, apparently, it's what made your day no. bad. No, I would say the only bright spot in my day was talking to you. Also, my other bright spot. If we're doing like roses and thorns, I have two roses and then okay, a lot of yeah. thorns. The other rose was getting out of work and it was like not pitch black out. Work sucks. I know. My other rose is that last is that today I was thinking about how last night we I watched we watched uh Chicago Heroes. Uh-huh. And how much fun that was. Right. So I got to kind of relive that today by thinking, which is what is a memory is. So reliving, a memory, by, reliving a memory by thinking is a way to relive the past by thinking. And people say, scientists have said this, scholars have said it, that time travel is is real possible. <laughs> scholars and scientists have said that time travel is real, real and, and possible. <laughs> and what I always wonder when I hear that is how. And what they've explained to me Time is, travel is my friend and he is real and possible. Well... Yeah, that's what they said. And I said, what's your friend's name? And they said, memories. And I said, where does he live? And they said, inside your brain. <laughs> Thank and you, so doctor. And so memory is a wish that your heart makes. And let's actually think about that. Because that was kind of a theme for... Which part? Okay, so none of it really has to do with <laughs> the show. You said heart. Heart. Actually, that does have to do with it. Am I right? You are right. I'm bad about it. Why am I right? Because what is today is for when this podcast is coming out on the internet? If I'm thinking about the day that today is... That this podcast is coming out on the, the internet. That the podcast is coming out on the internet, the time would be that it is Valentine's Day. That's right, folks. It's Valentine's Day. Pucker up. It's time for a smooch. February 14th. 14th. The day Friday the... 14th spooky it's the second friday of february every year is valentine's day as we all know yeah and this year that happens to fall on february, february 14th. 14th and what are you having for your valentine's day feast 7-eleven pizza mm. pe pepperoni triple cheese nice what about you goose okay so do we have anything more on that on the feast thing I feel like I've kind of spent on it. I'm having the pizza, the 7-Eleven pizza, <laughs> and I'm having a Powerade blue. Nice. And I'm going to have sugar-free Altoid. Just one. One sugar-free Altoid. 
between. Don't go crazy. Between, I have it between. Between the pizza and the Powerade. Oh, to cleanse your palate. Yeah, so that I can taste the Powerade right. Yeah, nothing tastes better than the Powerade after a minty, fresh mouth feeling. So what we're doing right now is we're actually putting on a master class yeah. in dynamics. Podcast. In podcasting dynamics. Yeah. Because what we did is we started off with a bang. <laughs> and then you know what we did? Kicked it up a notch. And another notch. And then another notch. And then... Now we've begun our descent. Cooling off. <laughs> so we're on kind of the... I like that you put it that way, the descent. It's like you climb a mountain, you get to the top, mm-hmm. whole rest of the way, you're going down. Yeah. And that's what's going to happen with us here. And we're not talking about sucking dicks or whatever. Oh, I was thinking about it in terms of my least going favorite down. cursed thing, which is flying plane. Is that you get to the top with you, the plane. You get to the top of the get sky. Get as high as you can. This yeah. is how a plane flies. Everyone knows this. Gets to the top of the sky as high as it can. Everyone knows this. Then, ding. Ladies and gentlemen, we are beginning our descent. <laughs> That's everyone everyone knows this. That's the sound a plane makes. When it starts to go down. Uh-huh. Funny thing is, um It's also the sound my girlfriend makes. When she goes down? That's yeah. me farting. So that's the sound your girlfriend makes? She goes And I go. Ah. Uh. It's me farting. Yeah, I got it. And so we're kind of continuing our descent. <laughs> and where we're going to end up, and now we are landing, is at a recap of this week's episode of Chicago Heroes. Would yes. you like to do that? I would love to do that. All right. Let's get into it. Okay. Um, first of all, let's just kind of start with giving this episode a rating of how many hearts would you give the show, Sarah? Um, Infinity hearts. Excellent. What's that out of? Mm, whatever is one bigger than infinity how many hearts would you give the show ben oh i would give it 100 out of how many 99 okay so we're kind of um to scale like if you scaled Mm -hmm. one of ours close we're kind of close we're kind of close we both basically think it's about as good as it gets yes and speaking of romance yes please uh, is what the characters in this week's episode were saying to romance. Oh, yes. Okay, so... Do you believe in one true love? Do I believe in one true love? Yeah. Hmm. Well, I'm kind of a romantic, so I have to say that I do. Hmm. I think that there's... Yeah, I'm kind of a romantic, I guess. So I think that one true love exists. Oh, okay. I think there's pretty much one person out there <laughs> for every other person. And yeah. they could be anywhere. You never know where they could be. Yeah. You could live in Toronto, Canada, and they could live in Tibet. Yeah, they could be dead by Timbuktu now. They could be in the ground. And live 200 years ago, and they're dead now. Yeah. And that's the, it. God the, makes one person for every other person, and usually they don't find each other. Yeah. And I'm a romantic, so that's what I believe. <laughs> How about you? No. Okay. So that's been this week's big question. And now let's move on to the... uh, Smaller questions of of what happened in this episode. So why don't you, uh, all of our listeners, obviously, Sarah, watched watched Chicago Heroes on television as it aired live this week. Yes. But what we like to do every week 
it's is just talk, gonna talk about, about it. it. Yeah. So why don't you go ahead and start us off and uh, open us up? Where did this episode? This where did this week's episode start? And how would you rate that opening? Okay, opening perfect. Rating perfect. It opened on a very sexy scene. So where we were at is kind of in um, a banquet space, maybe like a hotel or maybe like kind of its own event space kind of thing. But it had very tall ceilings and chandeliers and things like that. And there was a big stage and a bunch of tables and stuff, like kind of a gala sort of setting or whatever. And what we find we were at is a kind of charity event. Yeah, because we hear a guy. He's going to... Uh, I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna take a 100. I hear 100. Do I hear 125? I got 125, 140, 140 to the gentleman in the felt hat. And what he's talking I about is thousands of dollars, not just. I have 140,000 dollars coming mm-hmm. from the gentleman in the felt hat. Do I see 150? Do I see 150 dollars? That lady with the monocle, lady with the monocle over on the right. I see the lady with the monocle over on the right, and she's offered 150,000 dollars. 150,000 dollars. Do I have 155 from anyone? Do I have 155 going once? Do I have 155 going twice? The man with the sneakers, man with the white vans, man with the sneakers, it's the man with the white vans. It's the man with the sneakers, 155, it's the man with the white van. Damn, Daniel. Damn, Daniel. Going once, going twice to Daniel in the white van. And then he says, and that's 155,000. That's thousand with a T, which rhymes with P, and that stands for pool. H-O-U-S-A-N-D. And that is the end of this auction item and what was being auctioned off as we opened up a guy a guy okay in a firefighter hat <laughs> and hat and suit and let's kind of dig into a why you said the suit there we that's go that's it i was i was saying we gotta dig into it but you actually got right to it hat a hat is colon, a suit suit for the head i actually like it better without the colon and just the way you said it the first time hat suit it, for head you said a hat is a suit for the head because it had a that hat real is a suit for the head. It had that real kind of rhythm to it. A hat is a suit for the head. And you could imagine that on the back of a "Please Save Me" T-shirt. Oh yeah, baby. So let's um, let's talk about this firefighter who is being auctioned off, played hot. by Dennis Leary. Really hot, <laughs> as you said, very hot. Ooh. Um, he was. Uh, hot. Let's let's do another rating here. Okay. Uh, it's time to play. Rate how much baby oil Dennis Leary was <laughs> covered in. Yeah. And so we're doing this on a flame system. Yep. Five flames. Five is flame broiled. <laughs> Four is flame... Uh, no, okay. F- sorry, excuse me. Five is flame charred. Four, Four is, is flame, flame grilled. grilled. Three, Three is, is flame, flame broiled. broiled. Two, Two is flame, flame kissed. kissed. And, and one, one is flame blanched. blanched. Yes, flame blanched. So, well, it goes without saying that he was a flame chard. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, and he got auctioned off to uh, Daniel in the White Vans for a night of passion. love and passion and kind of a date to do whatever the tantric, auction guy wants. Yeah, tantric whatever the guy, tantric whatever the guy wants. Yeah, and isn't that just kind of that's what sex? the spirit of Valentine's Day is. Whatever the guy wants. Yes. And there's a big, um, so that's, so, so this guy gets auctioned off and then, uh, Mayor Lisa Kudrow comes onto the stage, Mm -hmm. uh, and she basically welcomes everyone. Um, (laughs) She's like, and what you just saw is what we're going to be doing for the rest of the night. Welcome. Welcome to the 
charity? No, excuse me. She says, welcome, right? She says, welcome. Oh, sorry, Sarah, one sec. Should we just run down real quick? Mayor Lisa Kudrow. Yeah. She's the mayor of Chicago. Yes. She's running for Lisa president. Kudrow. We've been seeing her all season. Yeah, she's running for Some other for characters that are in the show right now. We've got a paramedic. Her name's Rachel. She's played by... Jennifer Aniston with Joe Pesci on her head. We've like, got with her a... head up Joe Pesci's ass so that he's kind of like a turkey on top of her head. Just sort of an acting trick. We've got a lawyer played by Matthew Perry. Yep. And that lawyer's name? Chandler. We've got a paleontologist. Boo. Boo. Played by Ross. Not a hero. Played by David Schwimmer. Not a Named hero. Named Ross. Not a hero. Not a hero. And then and we have a, a real hero, a cop, played, played by, by Courtney, Courtney Cops. Cops. And her name? Monica. Monica. And we have a... Firefighter. Played by... Joey. And his name? <laughs> Matthew. Joey. <laughs> okay. So those are our main cast. Yep. And, and Mary Lisa Kudrow, so she comes out and she says, welcome, welcome to the <laughs> Chicago heartthrob auction for peace and order. And she unfurls a big banner. Yeah. And it and says, the Chicago heartthrob auction, auction for, for peace, peace and, and order. order. Now, let's play today's game of rate the acronym. <laughs> Um, uh, what's the scale and what does each stand for? Okay. So the scale is C-H-A-P-O and O stands for O, P stands for P, A stands for A, H stands for H and C stands for C. Well, I'm giving it a full chapo then, baby. Okay. So that's the Chicago heartthrob auction for police. I was going to say for police officers. But that's who it was for. Right. And and either way actually works. And so they actually had both written on the banner. Kind of one was crossed out and then the other was written on the other. That one was crossed out. Yeah. And then just a TKTK under it. And so basically she says, welcome to the Chicago auction, Chicago heartthrob auction for peace and order. We're here raising money for our brave boys in blue tonight. And what is this money going to go to? Well, it's going to help the police buy new nightsticks that shoot bullets because I banned guns. But our brave boys in blue are fighting up against the thugs and the criminals. And what do you need to fight crime? Bullet, crime bullet. <laughs> so she kind of does this, and then intro, and then she says, "Have a nice evening." And then she sort of goes off stage, and somebody grabs her and goes, "Mayor Lisa Kudrow, um, if this is for police officers, why are you auctioning off firefighters?" And she goes, "Oh, I'm so glad you asked." Have They're- you got? <laughs> No, you got she, it. She says, have you ever even seen a police officer? And the person goes, oh, I get it. I get too it. ugly, too rude. And she goes, that's right. <laughs> yes. And uh, and then the camera, this was a nice camera trick. So let's, <laughs> by camera trick, you'll hear that what I'm about to explain is uh, the camera, it panned across the audience. So... Let's play a little game of rate the camera trick. So, Sarah, what would you give this camera trick where the camera panned across the audience? <laughs> kind of a classic trick. Um, Fooled again. <laughs> yeah, kind of like when escape. Fool me once, camera stays still. Fooled me twice, that's a camera trick. <laughs> it was great. Loved it. Okay, so we're going to give it a great loved it. And... What would you say about this episode's director? Oh, f- five. Todd Phillips. Yeah, flame, flame jarred. Yeah. 
So they actually got Todd Phillips straight off of the Joker. The Joker. Which is probably where he learned all those tricks. Uh, so, da, 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 da. Hey! so he actually does a number of camera tricks in this episode, and this is the first one that we've seen. Yeah, quite a bit. So basically, quite a bit of panning. We zooming, get this. He's panning for gold with this shot. I would pushing say pushing in. Wouldn't you say? Did you hear what I said? Yeah, he's panning for gold. I okay. liked it. So that was pretty good. Yeah, I'm rating that of three. Booyakasha! So he's panning for gold, but what would even have been funnier if I'd said it? Is he's actually panning for pork. Yeah. Because he pans across the audience to show us some of those police officers to kind of match the guy who said, Oh, I get it. Mm-hmm. Too ugly. Too rude. And what we see is basically he pans across for the pork, and we see all these officers out in the audience, and they're sort of farting, scratching their pits. Ooh. Scratch, 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 scratch. And sort of going down on themselves. Horse faced. Pig faced. Rat faced. Snake faced. These guys, these are ugly guys. Bad. You never seen a guy so ugly. Yeah. Let's name some of the actors that played these guys. What do you think? Napoleon Dynamite. Sarah Jessica Parker. That was about it. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. That was about about it. it. They used uh, Lord of the Rings technology on these motherfuckers. Yeah, it multiplied them. Remember how in Lord of the Rings they multiplied all those orcs? Because, you know, how many orcs are there in the world, really? Five? How many orcs does it take to screw in a light bulb? Uh, what I want to know is, how do they fit in there? In the light bulb? Okay, ask your joke again and then see if you get my answer. How many orcs does it take to screw in a light bulb? And what I want to know is, uh, how do they fit in there? Oh, because they're having sex in the light bulb? Exactly. And that's pretty funny, right? Image once you start to think of it. Yeah. They should call you the Joker. Picture this. That's what I'm kind of saying. Look at this photograph. So we basically have filled out the audience of this thing, and there's actually some diamonds or gold even mixed in with the pork. There are a number of Chicago's richest celebrities. These are folks that want to support our boys in blue. Mm-hmm. And... What are they? Boys. Chance in the rapper. Red. Which is the color of blood, which is basically as important to being alive as money. So we've got Chance the Rapper, we've got Kanye West, we've got Rahm Emanuel, we've yep. got um who's the we got Jay Cutler, mm-hmm. we've got uh Mikey Jordan. Yep, both the Obamas. Scotty Pippen. Dennis Rodman. Mm-hmm. Some of the other big Chicago folks. We got Mike Ditka. Mm-hmm. Mike Ditka's brother. We got mm-hmm. Mike Ditka's other brother. Yeah. They're all out there. Uh-huh. <laughs> yeah. Mike Ditka's son. Uh-huh. Yeah. Mike Ditka's wife. Uh-huh. Oh, I'm Mrs. Ditka. We, got... we have Joan and John Cusack. And then there's a big kind of high roller who's sitting in the back and we don't see much other than a big pair of celebrity sunglasses tick tock tick tock tick tock time is running out who do you think she is we're gonna find out in a moment because we cut back to the stage and on the stage we actually have the auctions this is another camera trick that todd phillips uses (laughs) watch this he uses a cut (laughs) and that's not even a camera trick that's an editing bay trick oh okay so and i'm not talking about michael bay talking about todd phillips 
Yeah. So, okay. This is interesting because what I always thought was when there was a cut was mm-hmm. that the director yelled cut. Turn stop, the, the, stop the recording. Yeah. Turn the camera off, went and moved it to where the next part is and just kind of all recorded that in. It's not how it works. They yeah. film the whole time. They film the whole time they're doing one of these productions. I've, I've been on a number of film sets, Sarah. <laughs> and, uh, which ones? Okay, you want to know which ones? Yeah, I'm asking. I can go ahead and tell you okay. which film sets I've been on. I'm thinking you can okay. tell me. Panic Room. Okay. Why don't you ask me about some more? Uh, yeah, what are other ones? Anaconda. Other ones? Okay. Um, I keep asking for other ones and you keep giving me just one. Okay, fine. You want to hear some more? You want to hear I more I want to hear one. five more. You want to hear five? Let's make it ten. Okay. Let's see if I can name ten film sets that I've been on. Yeah, and okay. Panic Room and Anaconda don't count. Okay, fine. A Walk to Remember, Blades of Glory, The Firm, The Lost World, The Abyss, Gili, Breakthrough, which is the Christian drama released this year about a boy who falls through the ice and through the power of prayer he's brought back to life even though he's brain dead toast, for yeah. a number of minutes mighty ducks three d3 that's what it's called and uh 2001 a space odyssey those are all fake and that one there are no re- those are not real movies that one about the train that's coming oh, straight for you polar express no you're a fucking moron not that one you oh. don't know about movies that's why i'm actually the one telling you about the movies not polar express that's the one where the train comes at you. No, it's that the earlier one about the train coming at oh, you. Oh, Snowpiercer. No, not that one. Uh, Murder on the Orient Express. Unstoppable. Oh, I went too Denzel far back. Denzel Washington and Chris Pine. Went too far back. Unstoppable. Yeah. Uh, so and I'll anyway. tell you about that movie, actually. It was <laughs> stoppable. I stopped it when uh, I stopped it when I was watching it because I got bad. to the end. <laughs> Oh, <laughs> I got to the end and I didn't feel like watching the whole credits because oh. I actually was actually kind of pissed because I knew I had been at the filming of that movie. Yeah. And I kind of got in a fight with the director about whether they put me in the credits or not. Yeah. And he was saying, maybe. No. Oh, okay. He's kind of saying, no, no, you actually need to get off this film set. I've called security. Um, oh, no. You weren't even supposed to be here is what he said. And he tased me. I was like, don't tase me, bro. And he, was <laughs> and he goes, me you bad. don't even go here. He said that. And so then when I, you know, I had to watch the thing because it was a good movie. Uh-huh. But I get to the end, I said, don't need to watch the end. Mm-hmm. Um, anyway, the point is, I've been on a number of film sets and what they do on this these film sets, they have a camera. No. <laughs> There's no way. Push it around on a bicycle. <laughs> it's kind of like a, it's kind of a bicycle. Kind of a bicycle. Got more wheels than that, but it's kind of a bicycle. Push around this thing. And then all the actors will kind of, they'll take four hours to get reset to a different place, (laughs) which they need that time because they got to push the camera over there. Yeah. And then they film that. And then in the editing bay, and we're not talking about Michael Bay, they they actually chop that film up, right? Chop, 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 chop. They say, get to the chopper. They do that. And that's how you end up with something like a movie or a a, television program, which is an episode of Chicago heroes that you're watching now. And that's how we saw 
um, we cut from this celebrity who's in the back of the room. Who is she? Who could she be? Who's this high roller? Tick tock, tick tock. Time is running out for you to know. To the stage, and we see the big hunk of the night, the last prize, the bell of the ball in the Chicago Firefighters Auction, the Chicago Heartthrob Auction for Peace and Order. Uh, who do we see, Sarah? Why don't you tell us about this uh, fine gentleman? Oh, it's Joey. It's our firefighter from when we mentioned it. And he's there and he is looking hot. He is. That's right. And he's up there and he's sort of doing his thing and he's dancing and he's sort of hamming it up for all the ladies and gentlemen out there. And he's doing. Usher's playing. Usher's playing. He's doing the worm kind of. Genuine is playing too. He does two songs. (laughs) Two songs. This guy does. Yeah. It's like a full six minute routine. He does bad by Usher. Yep. And then he does obviously pony by genuine yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. it would have been funny though and i'm not saying on the part of the writers of the chicago heroes show uh-oh it would have been funny yeah why don't you punch up the writer's joke okay it would have been funny no it's good to punch up the writer's joke okay i'm just saying it which wasn't even a joke because they got kind of backed into a corner when their other writers were like well we have to do genuine okay let me ask you a question sarah do you know which joke of the writers i'm about to punch up I think you do, don't you? Yeah. And I bet you even know how I'm going to say it would have been funny if they had done it. Because we're on the same wavelength here. What would have been, Are we? What would have been funny if the writers had done is if it had not, if it had been a genuine song, but it had not been Pony. Now, I'm not saying I know another song by genuine. I don't. What I think the writers could have done is any number of Usher songs that aren't bad. Truth Hurts. They could have done that one. Yeah, Climax. Could have done that one. So you and I are on the same page? Oh, I don't know. Is he a firefighter? Should he dance to fucking burn? I love that. And these writers are morons. So they should have come up with burn for Usher. We can agree. Uh, Yeah. Okay. But if we can agree that they should have come up with burn for Usher, we could agree that (laughs) it it would have been been funny funny if they could have, and I'm not saying they could because I don't know any other songs by Genuine, (laughs) if they could have come up with a song different than Pony. And this has been Punch Up the Segment with Sarah and Ben. So go ahead and tell us more about the scene anyway. <laughs> so Joey does a dumb little fucking dance to two yeah, songs. He, does. he looks stupid. He, looks he finishes so stupid. and he's wearing, a, he's wearing nothing. He's wearing a cod piece. Yeah. Um, wearing it on the wrong place. <laughs> yeah, on his little butt cheek. Yeah. So it looks actually like he's got two dicks. <laughs> one that's open and out, hanging down from the front. Hanging the way dong, a dick should, should be. hang, and then he's got a cut piece that he's wearing on his coming out of his cheek. butt cheek. And by butt cheek, we really mean both of them in between the hole. It's it's hanging down opposite from his penis, like <laughs> you could grab both of this guy's dongs and kind of so do a pick, ee, ooh, ee, ooh, ooh, ee, ooh. Ooh. floss his ass, right? Floss his ass. So. What I'm thinking Floss after seeing his this ass. What I'm thinking please after save s- t-shirt says please save me beneath it it says Floss, Floss his, his ass. ass. Are you thinking the same thing as me after we see him? I was thinking ben, I there's am no so one so often thinking the same thing as you. There's no one in this room. There's no one that has enough money in this room to afford With this money hunk to afford of... this. Okay. So boy, just trying to say my thing. Okay, okay so say it. Just going to say it. 
Oh, you know, it would be funnier if the writers had written something no different than what the thing you were saying. There's no one in the auction room that's got enough money to afford Joey. Do you agree? Uh, I did agree until I saw what happened next. Okay. Blew my fucking mind, too. Yeah. Um, you may have noticed there's one prominent Chicagoan missing from the list of ones we listed off. And no, we're not talking about Lori Lightfoot. Nope, and we sure are not talking about her cheating daughter <laughs> for the tests or whatever, right? No, Lori Light. No, who's the... <laughs> oh, Lori Lightfoot is the... Um, not who I'm thinking of. I'm thinking of Lori... Laughlin. Lock. What is it? Laughlin. Is it Lock or Loft? Laughlin. Lori Laughlin is the one with the cheating daughter? Well, they she che- cheated. Well, for the daughter. She cheated for the daughter. Yeah, with the sins of the father, that kind of thing. You know what I mean? What's the sins of the father? Or passed to the son. So it's like the sins of the mother passed to the daughter. So it's like the daughter cheated. In God's eyes, they're both going to hell. Am I wrong or am I right? right? So we're not talking about her or, I mean, she's not even from Chicago. So it's obvious we're not talking about her. Right. We're also not talking about Lori Lightfoot, Lightfoot yeah. who is like a sort of a bizarro universe mayor of Chicago, right? Yeah. We all know who the mayor of Chicago is. Mayor Lisa Kudrow. Exactly. Yes, ma'am. I'm saluting. Um, so, okay. Um, so, so there's one big celebrity that's missing. And yeah. our listeners have probably figured it out by now because they watched the show. Mm. Also because... And it's not Jane Addams, the, the mother of social work who founded the whole house in the early 1900s mm. and is responsible for a bunch of progressive policy and um, in a way, social programs that could benefit us to this very day. It wasn't her because she's dead. It was Oprah Winfrey. Oprah Winfrey. Hey. You o- get a car. You get a car. You get a car. Big car for you. So. Big car. <laughs> right. And I was thinking of the Kanye where he goes, and I stopped myself. We both kind of stopped ourselves <laughs> short there. Yeah. Big so- Big Big, car, big car. And I think we owe it to our listeners to explain, just as explain why we each, in our own way, stopped ourselves short here. Yeah, sure. So Oprah Winfrey is in the room. Oprah, she's famous. She's a huge celebrity. Oprah, colon, she's famous. And she's about to bid on Joey, the firefighter. Uh, We were describing her, and Sarah and I each sort of mm, chased an impulse, followed the fun. What I did when I heard of Oprah Winfrey was I started, I said, Sarah said, you get a car, you get a car, right? You remember that? Yeah. And the first thing that I thought of was in the Kanye West, there's a Kanye West song in The Life of Pablo where there's a clip of, you get a car, you get a car. And then Kanye says, big booty bitch for you. Uh huh. Remember that? Yeah. I stopped myself short of saying that because I was like, oops, that's what I'm about to say, about to say the B word. The one you just said. Well, yeah, but now I'm explaining why I didn't do it. But I almost <laughs> and did. And that's it. good. Okay. And do you want to explain your thing, what your reference was? Because I think it's a great explanation. Mine is maybe actually worse than yours, but your thing. I was thinking of my buddy Chet Hayes, mm-hmm. who I went to Northwestern with, yeah. who does big up, big up. That's your ex boyfriend, right? Yeah. I fucked him. Also fucked Colin. Firth? And Hanks. Together? Yes. So let's just set that aside and come back to the, you were doing the quote from... Big up, big up. Big up, big up the whole island massive. It's your boy Chetana coming straight from that golden gloves, you know what I'm saying? So I said big car. That made you think... Big 
Pika Pika. But then you realized, ooh, talking about Oprah Winfrey, don't yeah. pretend it's her voice. Yeah. Even though we were making fun of Chet, Chet Hayes. Hayes, Tom Hanks' son. And my ex-boyfriend. And your ex-boyfriend, who you fucked in a threesome with No, that was Colin, Colin Hanks, Hanks, Hanks and Colin, and Colin Firth. Firth. Um, and it's funny because which person doesn't count there? So it's a threesome. Mm-hmm. And you fucked Chet Hayes, Colin Hanks, and Colin Firth all at once. And what I'm starting to realize is, were you even at this threesome? <laughs> were you even there? <laughs> I'm was not I? telling. I'll never tell. So that's not exactly related to this episode, but also it is because there's an air of romance in the air. Oh, yeah. Oprah there's an air is... of romance in the air. Yeah. Oprah, she's hot. <laughs> yeah. Hot, not hot. I mean, she is gorgeous, but she's mm-hmm. also hot, 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 she's hot, for hot, Joey. hot for Joey. Yeah. And hot spelled with a W E T for Joey. So <laughs> she. Wait. Hot spelled with a W E T? Yeah. How what? She's hot for Joey with a spelled W E T. She's hot. Spelled W E T for Joey. Oh, she's hot for Joey. Yeah. Got it. So she, so the, the auctioneer, right? Auctioneer goes. The auctioneer would be a good name for a prestige film. I love it. Uh, and that could actually be a spinoff because the guy that played this auctioneer was, of course, I mean, of course, it was, uh, it was um, Ewan McGregor. Yeah. And he's sort of a prestige guy. Mm-hmm. This is a guy who. Star Wars? commands a salary and commands an audience and commands celebrities to pay a lot to have sex with a firefighter that they take home with them. Uh-huh. And how does he do that? He goes, we got a prize specimen up here for you. <laughs> He's a beautiful man. Look at those biceps. Look at those bulging biceps. Look at this guy. What do you got? Two dongs? Uh, what can we open the bidding at? What can we open the bidding at? Do I hear 100,000? What does Oprah say? Three point seven million dollars she puts a pinky up to her mouth and she doesn't even raise like the kind of sign thing that you have to raise she just yells it yeah quietly and then she just (laughs) (laughs) and then she points at joey and she just goes you get three point seven million dollars you get three point seven million dollars well we looped it (laughs) me and you oh yeah because we gift it we gift it and boomeranged it and Vined it. Can't forget to vine it. And we bited it. And we tick-tocked it. So Oprah basically pays three point... Was it seven? Seven-ish. I, can't, I already forgot what it was. 3.7-ish. She pays $3.7 million basically for one night of fun and fantasy with one Joey... What's his last name? He has a last name in this and I always forget it. It's... um Salami? Joey Salami. So... <laughs> Uh, and would you say that now we know why? Uh, yeah, we after just, seeing him on this stage, we saw his dong, and it looks just like a salami. one little pepperoni. Yeah, it looks just like a little pepperoni. Have you ever seen? It's like when you're in the um, okay, you stop at a rest area, right? Uh-huh. You're driving. Uh-huh. Maybe you're taking your kid to college. Sure. For all I fucking care. Okay, I'm always taking my kid to college. You're driving down the 55, uh-huh. taking your kid to college. Oh, they go to St. Louis University? God, I'm so disappointed. You pull over. Where are they coming from? Wisconsin, probably. <laughs> you pull over at a rest area. Uh-huh. You pull in 
Uh-huh. Oh, you got a hanker and you're a little hungry for something. Your mm-hmm. tummies are rumbling. Mm-hmm. Does Lay's sound good? No, it's just carbohydrates. Mm-hmm. You need something that's going to fill you up. Yeah, I need, so, I need that protein. So what do they got in that vending machine? Oh, it's Slim Jim. Slim Jim. And that's basically what Joey Salami's dick looks like. Yeah. is a Slim Jim wrapped in the, you know how it comes in the, the <laughs> Yeah, I know, where it com- I know where it comes in. And that, uh, I, I, I got to find a soundboard thing for that. The whole point of the soundboard is I kind of don't mention what I'm going to do, but I'm just going to press it. Which one did you suggest? I didn't. I didn't. No, you just suggested one. No. I think you did. I want you to pick. Booyakasha. Mm. I wanted you to go with your heart. And speaking of going with your heart, Ben, I think it's time now to discuss how much would you pay for Joey? $3.7 million if I had it. You if would pay. If I didn't have it? I would get it. Huh? If I didn't have it, I would get it. Oh, you, like you would Kickstarter or something. GoFundMe. Yeah, GoFundMe 3.7 mil. Yep. Please help me have sex with Joey Salami. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Please help me. I know there's a lot of worthy causes here on GoFundMe, like people trying to pay for chemotherapy or um, for school because they lost their scholarship, but... If you could just spare a couple pennies to me so I can have sex with Joey Salami, it would mean the world to me. Thank you so much. Share this on Facebook. Share it with your friends and your family. Even a dollar means so much in my journey to having sex with Joey Salami. Well, to Oprah, it's pretty much pennies. So she pays for... You didn't ask me how much I would pay. Oh, I thought that was your answer. I thought you were doing the same thing as me, but doing it better as a monologue. So... Okay, but we can... Yeah, I guess How much can... would you pay? 3.7 Okay, cool. <laughs> Cool. So to Oprah, it's basically pennies. Um, so she turns to her. It's basically pennies, and it's also basically penis. <laughs> See if you write. <laughs> Here's what I'm thinking in my head. Okay. If you look at penis spelled, and you don't know a lot about phonetics, it could look like pennies. So this is a written sort of a thing kind of a joke yeah about so reading. if you joke about reading yeah if you're listening to this take about out a piece of paper and write down the word penis um and then also write down the word pennies and sort of just notice how they maybe kind of look the same if you didn't know how to read and you can make this even better if you don't even actually know how to spell them differently so if you just spell them the same way on the paper that's then they really look the same double the pleasure double the fun and Oprah says, do you remember what she says? It's basically pennies to me. And uh, she goes. And then their assistant kind of goes, yeah, it's basically penis to you too. And And then then they have to kind of explain the joke to the viewer. (laughs) Right? Because I remember the first time you and I were watching it, we were like, the fuck? The fuck? I was like, this (laughs) joke. We just didn't get the joke. Yeah, I was like, this joke sucks. Sucks. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Which is probably what our listeners thought the first time they heard it. But then when you started to explain it, this joke sucks shit. Oh, that just <laughs> sucks shit. I thought it sucked. But now I know it, it sucks, sucks shit. Because now that she explains it, it's like even worse. worse. I would prefer not to understand I, it. I would prefer thinking that it was just like a reference I didn't just get like or something. a brain blip. Yeah. You know? Just like sort of but another not- hole getting punched in Sarah's Swiss cheese brain. <laughs> <laughs> and it just came out as sound, right? 
But no, no, <laughs> that's not a hole there. That's not a hole. That's cheese. And the cheese is moldy. <laughs> so, so anyway, it's that's probably like- what they're saying to themselves. And if you are saying that to yourself, please feel free just, to tell us. Yeah, on just don't Twitter. keep that to yourself. Yeah, you got to tell me. Go ahead and me. hit us up with that You got to tell me how you feel about it. Yeah. So, Oprah, so basically the auctioneer guy, he go, Ewan McGregor, he goes, hey, Oprah, I'll see. This is the, kind of the way that characters often talk on Chicago Heroes. Kind of like they don't care, you know? Ewan McGregor pretty much says to Oprah, Hey, yeah, I'll uh, I'll meet you around the back with your um, with your prize with your prize. Just pull up your van and we'll load them in there. All right. Yeah. Okay. Oprah has well, a big white van. Okay, and so this is interesting because we then follow using because Oprah says she goes okay, just okay. look out for the big white van. Yeah, it's a big white van, and we follow Joey down the elevator. He puts his clothes on and we follow him down the elevator. But let's talk about what he's wearing. Okay, and we wearing. do have a lot of plot to get through. I want to say. Just, just in case that you were wondering, if you remember from the show, a lot of plot. Right now he's wearing... Okay, so you don't think it's important to talk about what Joey's wearing? It's no, kind of what no, I'm getting. No, go ahead and tell me what he's wearing. I saw it, takes a but cod I was wearing... Piece, takes a cod piece off. Yes. Put some boxer briefs on. Yeah. That's he, about it. Full body boxer briefs. <laughs> so he puts those on. It's kind of a unitard. And he... A loose unitard. It's pajamas. <laughs> I mean, am I wrong? It's pajamas. Pajamas, colon. A loose unitard. So he puts those on, and they got Batman on them, and he wears those pajamas down the elevator now. A mm, little weird. It looks kind of like an overgrown little boy, but whatever, you know. So they take him down to the loading dock, and uh, lo and behold, everything looks like it's going to happen smoothly, Sarah, because what do we see down at the loading dock? White van. Damn, Daniel. Back at it with the white van. I love it. And... That is what Joey... Is that something? It was a line from this night's episode of Chicago, Chicago Heroes. But I turned to you and I poked you and I said, is that something? And I said, I think it's the line we just heard. Let's play it again. And he goes, damn, damn Daniel, back, back at, at it with, gun the, with the white vans. And they did... I noticed this. Let's just talk <laughs> technique for a moment. On this episode of Chicago Heroes, there were some bad dubs, Right? That's why I'm always subs over dubs. I don't know what ADR stands for. It's like after something recording. It's where they, the actors... After dumbass recording. The actors come in, if, uh-huh. and if they've been a dumbass on the set and said their line wrong, yeah. then they have to record we again have to redo it, yeah. in the booth. Uh-huh. And sometimes what I've noticed is when you get a guy like, you know, when you get a guy like a, like a, um, you know, like a David Fincher, no mistakes. Not a one. You get a guy like a Terrence Malick, edits around it. Mm-hmm. You get a guy like a Todd Phillips in here. Uh oh. He just throws up both tracks. Uh oh. Uh oh. Mm-hmm. You get a guy like a Todd Phillips in. You get two dialogue tracks pretty much playing through the whole episode, <laughs> right? Yeah. So you've got the original kind of scratch track uh-huh. of the audio. Yep. Because they try to do the whole thing in ADR. <laughs> <laughs> you get the original scratch track, which is the audio that was recorded on set, <laughs> and that's playing. Yep. And that's scratch. And then they've got the dialogue that they have the actors come into the studio yes. and record after the fact. Yep. Right? Re-record over it. And they pretty uh-huh. much do that with everything. Uh-huh. So they recorded a sound of a car screeching. <coughs> they get a Foley artist in there, uh-huh. which is... And you've done some of this work. Yes. Yeah. Um, not for Chicago Heroes. No. But you've done some of this work. Yes. You, you want to just kind of... I, I remember you were talking about... Um, 
mostly web stuff. Yeah. So you did this for some videos for E-Bombs World. You did some yeah. of the Foley work? Uh-huh. uh-huh. Mm-hmm. Um, for the, uh, the um, it's the one about the world and the... Uh, oh, it's the end of the world. That one. Yeah. You did some of the Foley work for that. But I am tired. You did some of that. Yeah. Yeah, yeah that's Foley work. Yeah. Well, you didn't do the voices. No, I just said... You did those. Yeah. And those sound exactly like it. Yeah. And you shouldn't be doing this for free right now. No, I shouldn't. Hey, our listeners can just clip this out. Yeah, don't clip this. Don't clip me, bro. And what our listeners are probably going to do? Clip it. Clip it out. Post it on YouTube. No copyright intended. Mm Mm-hmm. Fuck does that mean? Yeah, I don't know. I don't care what your intentions are. Can you tell me what that means? What no copyright intended means? (laughs) No copyright intended is a legal principle. Uh-huh. It protects you uh-huh. from the full fury of the law being so, reeking down upon you <laughs> by the FBI. So, so if you go ahead. if I like wanted to use a song that's like licensed by like Warner Brothers or something, one like that, like that, yeah. If I wanted to use that in like a video that I'm using on, say, Twitter. And I put it as a soundtrack to my video, um, but I put in the tweet, no copyright intended, then they couldn't come after me and make me take down the tweet. No, you can put it up as many times as you want. That's beautiful. No copyright intended. No copyright intended. No copyright intended. I've been rapping for about 17 years, okay? So you can pretty much do it for any of those. Okay. I don't remember exactly where we were here other than, oh, um, what's his name? Joey. He's speaking with kind of two voices the whole time. So sometimes it sounds silly like him. And then other times the two voices, they line up to be almost like a perfect devil's tritone. You know? (laughs) Yeah. Right. Even though there's only two voices. Yeah. Even though there's only two voices. It's like a tritone, but there's two voices. It's like a bicycle, but with four wheels. (laughs) And so we're actually vibing right now, me and you. Yeah. Vibe check. Exactly. No copyright intended. So Joey goes, damn Daniel, back at it again with the white van. Uh With the white van. And the way he says it, it sounds kind of creepy, like a a devil's tritone. Uh So me and you can try to recreate that right now. Yeah. Right? Damn Damn Daniel, back back at at it again again with the white van. I actually think we did a pretty good job with it. It was yeah. kind of cool. Yeah, that was cool. It sounded a lot like what That's, Joey's voice sounded kinda like. kind of sounded like the song at the beginning of this episode. I remember that one. L is for the way you podcast yeah. with me. Um, so Joey gets into the to Oprah's white van. Okay. Uh, except. Not Oprah's white van. Because the van drives off. And I'm thinking, oh, romance, young yes. lovers. They're right? going to fuck in that van. Right. There's cans uh, that are dangling from behind the van like they were just married, except it says just having sex on the back of it. <laughs> With a big wink emoticon. Yeah. Uh, and there's uh, eggplant going into the mouth of the wink. Yes. Do you remember that? <laughs> yeah, I remember it big time. Except, Except what I would be saying eggplant. is a sl- Slim Jim. Yeah. Eggplant, Slim Jim. Yeah. And Aubergine. That was, that was kind of the 
song that started playing as they drove away was that. And but it, again, the double the dubbing thing, right? Yeah. So it was kind of like the writers had Eggplant was their first take, and then they were like, "Oh, we can actually punch this up." Slim Jim. It's called Slim Jim. <laughs> and like, and they were actually, like, we can punch Aubergine. So it kind of played all at once. Yeah. Okay, so you and me, we're kind of getting ready. We're taking our pants off, getting ready to flick our beans or whatever for watching Oprah and Joey have sex. Yeah, I am hot, and that spelled W-E-T for this. But what happens? Another white, white van, van pulls up. And who's at the wheel? The fuck? Who's at the wheel? Oprah's driver, Ryan Gosling, wearing That's... his leather gloves and his scorpion jacket. Yes. and do... That's what you were going to say, right? Yeah, why wouldn't? Why I don't know wouldn't, why you wouldn't. Why wouldn't watch I say this, that? We watched why the show I together. Maybe you were afraid that if you say his name, <laughs> he'll show up. Ryan Gosling, Ryan Gosling, Ryan, Ryan Gosling. Gosling. Ding! I there wish. There he is. I wish. Okay. Yeah. Anyway, so he's there. He's driving. Yep. Screech. Fully effect plays. <laughs> yep. Van stops. Crunk. <laughs> door <laughs> opens. <laughs> the side door of the van opens. <laughs> That's, just That's Oprah. They- and she's... Uh, Using a vibrator to get herself hot. W e t hot. Yeah, and so (laughs) she's using kind of like a crank motor vibrator that goes. (laughs) And she is hot. W e t hot. So this is sort of where me and Sarah we're kind of um vibing. I was gonna say, have you ever watched a um? It's like a tug of tug of war contest, you know. (laughs) Right? Yeah. And we've got the big rope, and you're on one end, and I'm on the other end, and we're pulling it, and the flag is going back and forth over the middle of the mud. Yeah, but it's kind of and more on my as side. Can, as long as we can keep that flag it's kind a of little bit more on my side, the episode goes smooth. And then if it goes on my side, it, it goes, goes fun. fun. <laughs> <laughs> So Oprah is, uh, she, she angry. She upset. She's like, what the fuck? Where's my prize? I'm, I'm ready to fuck. I'm ready to fuck, fuck this man. <laughs> I need to fuck this man. She goes, where is he? She goes, when's he going to get down here? And the guy who's standing at the loading dock, this old dock worker guy, he loading dock worker. Yeah. <laughs> he works at a loading dock. Played by the guy who played um, Beans and even Stevens. Tell me more about this guy because I actually don't know the um You're not the familiar reference. with Don't even... show it to me because it's not going to help because the listener, you know, you got to explain him to me because pretend I'm so the listener. So you know the show Even Stevens? Yes, with Shia LaBeouf. Yes, and Christy Carlson Romano. They had a neighbor kid named Beans who's yeah. just kind of like this fucking dork loser shit head. Got it. That's a mirror. <laughs> now where's the flag? Uh, he's on the dock. Yeah. So that's kind of it. It's that actor. <laughs> and he goes, I'm sorry, Miss Winfrey. Oh, we already loaded him onto your van. And she goes, my van wasn't even out here yet. Yeah, this is my van, bitch. <laughs> and so she pulls out her gun and she shoots Beans in the head and he dies. <laughs> and so... <laughs> and, so uh, and so Ryan Gosling, he kind of <laughs> turns uh, back over his shoulder, right? And he says, uh, uh, that's all well and good shooting the guy, Ms. Winfrey. I support you in that. But how are you going to find Joey now? Right? Yeah. To be determined. Oh, I thought you were going to say to be continued. And I was like, yeah, in the next To be scene. continued. Yeah. And let's take a brief moment to 
uh, say about our sponsors for this episode. Mm-hmm. This episode is sponsored by you, our listener. Oh. We would like you to subscribe to the podcast on Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, Spotify, Google Play, or wherever you get your podcasts. We would like you to rate and review the podcast. How many stars, Sarah? Mm, how many stars can we have? Five total. Five. Give us five. Put in a review. What should people say in their review? Sarah is so pretty and funny and it's really great when the podcast goes in a direction that she can really kind of flourish and let her creativity shine and Ben sucks doo-doo shit and um he, and that's fine by me except you might get flagged for the s word so don't use the s word okay Ben sucks doo-doo s-h don't use the s word Sarah tricks t five stars really good listen so go ahead and do that and exactly what we just said. even more than leaving a rating and review what we would love you to do is just tell a friend about the show yes we make this podcast because we want people to enjoy television's number one show chicago heroes and the only way that we can reach more people is if you tell uh, them tell them and tell them that i want you to turn to someone you don't know are you willing to recommend please save me to someone you don't know who's that Who's who? The guy who's the guy quote I doing. just used on the, the soundboard? The guy I just used the quote the on the soundboard? The guy you're doing on the soundboard. That was Bernie Sanders. Uh, I'm a Bloomberg bitch. Please Save Me is the most excellent recap podcast in America. Some of my colleagues think that it is Pod Save America. I happen to think that it is Please Save Me. Did you get that? It's kind of like when he says... Donald Trump's the most dangerous president in the United States. That's it's like when you just said that. I was kind of riffing on that. Oh, okay. Please save me is excellent. It is humorous, and we are going to expose it for what it is. Yeah. So what's interesting so about weird the Bernie to me how Sanders? How little you're enjoying this. <laughs> so what's interesting to me about Bernie Sanders is that his whole thing is kind of not me us. But what's interesting about this podcast is that it's more not us me doing all the good stuff. You, Sarah. Mm-hmm. I was thinking you meant it's like sort of not us us, where it's like us you and me. Mm-hmm. We're saying to our listeners, not us, and putting our hands out to indicate all of us and our listeners. Uh-huh. We're saying not us. Indicating everyone. Us. Pointing at ourselves. <laughs> you know what I mean? That would be good if um, it weren't just me. I want you to turn to someone who don't know. Maybe they have a different phone than you. Maybe they listen to podcasts on a PC machine at Boo! their desk at home. Boo! <laughs> Maybe they're Chinese. Boo! Yay! <laughs> Maybe they're from Canada. Okay. <laughs> Maybe they never listened to a podcast before in their life. Boo! <laughs> Boo! Are you willing... Lock them up! Lock them up! To recommend Please Save up. Me to that person the same way... That you are willing to recommend your own podcast. If you are willing to do that, then I am confident that we can reach number one status in the after shows category of Apple Podcasts together <laughs> by November yes. of 2020. Lock them up. Lock them up. Lock the gates. 
Okay, so we're back, folks, and uh, we are uh, running for, out of time. Thanks for listening to that sponsor's message. So here's what happens: uh, we cut to Oprah at home in her big mansion, and her uh, driver and assistant, kind of her all-around guy. She's yeah. kind of, he's kind of her body man. Yep, Ryan Gosling. Her team. He's her team of one. He comes. Uh, he comes up to her, and he goes, uh, "Ms. Winfrey." We got a ransom demand from some kidnappers. Yeah, Houston, we have a problem. It's a weird speech. He says, Ms. Winfrey, we have a ransom demand from some kidnappers. Yeah, Houston, we have a problem. Yeah, I'm thinking we have a problem. (laughs) (laughs) And then Oprah kind of goes, okay. (laughs) So let's just take a pause for one moment. I know that we just did our whole sponsor thing. That was kind of a break. I just want to, for one moment, address something that's been happening on this show this season and every season before it. Um, so, Sarah, yeah. have you noticed about this show, Chicago Heroes, <clears throat> that a lot of times the actors, <laughs> the actors, they pretty much only, <laughs> they pretty much only operate in three modes. And I'm going to go over those three modes with you right now. Mode number one is. Um, uh, Second city actor mm-hmm. on a sketch stage uh-huh. playing a working class laborer. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Okay, that's number one. Hey, Num- I'm working it. Like that. Yeah. Number two mm-hmm. is uh, Psycho with a baby voice. I don't want to be working today. And that's kind of only one character. But we've kind of, some of the other actors sort of slip into it from time Let to time. some of that influence affect them. That yeah. school of Mayor Lisa Kudrow performance. Yeah. And yeah. The third way is sort the of best like. way. Yeah. And this is 99% of the acting on the show, to be clear. 99% of the acting on the show is. The Chicago Heroes Method. The Chicago Heroes Method. How would you describe this method? Because you know what it is. Yeah. It's it's kind of um yeah it's just kind of like a you're kind of doing it right now yeah exactly yeah it's kind of just uh yeah I don't really care if I'm get paid today yeah they have to pay me anyway they hired me for the show so I guess I'll say the lines don't Maybe. really know what the lines are might just kind of say, say whatever I want some of them yeah. if I want yeah I'm just gonna kind of yeah, yeah okay a lot of kind of uh, kinda sorta okay okay yeah whatever <laughs> all right yeah so there's a lot of that okay fine. And what else? Scene. So that's kind of what happens in this conversation. Ryan Gosling is he's doing one thing. Oprah, she's doing another thing. It's like they're in separate scenes, right? Okay. <laughs> and he's like, but the kidnappers, they're asking for a lot of money. They're asking for $1 million. And she goes, okay, well, I sort of already kind of have that. And he goes, but there's a problem. It's going to take us 24 hours to get it. <laughs> She's like, do you need like a glass of water or something? Is there like something up with you? So that's another thing that often happens in the show. <laughs> yeah. Which is they start to kind of reference the acting process or the filmmaking process. Yes. Uh, and breaking off- the fourth wall. Right. Or the fifth wall. I don't know which wall they're breaking. but The wonder uh, wall. They're breaking my heart. Because all I want is for them to get on the plot. And they keep doing these tangents to talk about acting techniques or something. Yeah. You know, it actually reminds me um, of like... This podcast? This podcast. So, 
Oprah says, uh, Oprah says that she doesn't want to wait that long, right? She's like, I'm not going to wait. I don't want to wait. 24 hours to have sex. She's never waited that long in her entire life. With Joey Salami. I want his dick in me right now. No, 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 no. So she sings that. I guess they got the rights to Paula Cole's I Don't Want to Wait, and they had to use it or lose it. Yeah, no copyright That's kind of intended. copyright law Yeah, is use it or lose it. Yeah. And so she sings that. And she's sort of rubbing up her vibrator again. And that's kind of what she's doing. And um, Ryan Gosling says, okay, but I we, there's really no other option. And, I mean... I guess the only other option is like figuring out something to do about it, I guess. And she, she basically goes like, okay, I guess that we're going to have to, we're going to have to go get him. Right. And Ryan Gosling's like, wait, no, 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 no. Let's just like pay the ransom. Let's unless she goes, give me that phone. Right. She picks up the phone and there's the kidnappers on the other end of the line. Right. Mm -hmm. And the kidnappers, they say, uh, they say, Ms. Winfrey, we have your date, and we're going to remove one of his organs every hour until we get the it. money. This is a dubbing thing, <laughs> yeah, right? Yeah. And until we it get the money <laughs> on the black market, and we mean business, business. one million dollars. So Oprah, she ain't taking no shit. Kind of like Oprah would do. She's playing herself yeah. here. Yeah. Right. And she kind of goes, okay, I don't know who you are. And I don't know what you want. If you're looking for ransom, I can tell you I don't have money, even though but I do. what I do have, even though I do, what I do have are a very particular set of Skills. Skills I've um, acquired over a very long career. Skills that make me a nightmare for people like you. If you... She just starts doing a voice. Yeah. Kind of an accent. Yeah. If you let my d- Joey go now, that'll... She that'll almost says daughters. The... She says daughters and then corrects herself. Yeah. If you let that... my daughter, my Joey go now. Go ahead. Yeah, I thought that was kind of obvious. We memorized the speech, but you actually memorized it the right way. Oprah had memorized it the wrong <laughs> way. Yeah. So you're doing the perfect version. If I was just let, if including the mistake do- she made. If you let me do- Joey go now, well, that'll be the end of it. I will not look for you. I will not pursue, pursue you. you. But if you don't, I will look, I will for, look you. for you. I, I will find you. and I will, I will kill, kill you. you. And then she hangs up the phone Mm -hmm. and she turns to Ryan Gosling and she goes, guess what? I'm going to do it anyway. (laughs) (laughs) And he's like, wait, which part? She goes, I'm going to find them and kill them. Yeah, the last part. We're going to do that now. And she's like, I hope you're ready to do some more driving. So they get in the car and they drive to pretty much they actually it's okay. I I thought this part was weird and go with me here, Sarah. I would love. Did you think it was weird now? That Todd Phillips used the editing technique of a cut, and he cut directly to them basically rolling up to the warehouse where the kidnappers were holding Joey Salami. Why would that be weird? Well, what I was wondering was, how'd they figure out where this was? Did any kind of detective work go into this? How did they get there? You know, I mean, how did it get there? It seemed like they probably drove because they were pulling up in a car. 
But those are the questions. I could have walked and kind of pushed the car the whole time. And then hopped in at the last moment <laughs> yeah. and got back out to hey, make we're... it look like they had driven a car. Back. Hey, we're here. Let's get in the get car, the car. While it's still rolling. While it's still warm and hot. Yeah. So they could have done that. And that's a theory that some of our listeners were sharing out on the subreddit. Yeah, but they hadn't finished the episode. Right. Because most of our listeners, they start posting about this episode while it's playing. Yeah. Da Sharing fuck? theories. Da fuck? Yeah. Is often what they'll call the thread. Really hard to find a thread on the subreddit. Yeah. Because they're all called Da, da fuck? fuck? So what they do is pretty much it's nighttime now. <laughs> and they start rolling. Oh. And um, basically, Oprah, she goes around to the back of the car. They get out of the car they had just hopped into. <laughs> she goes around to the back of the car. They're at this warehouse in uh-huh. the meatpacking district. Chicago meatpacking district is where the meat is. <laughs> and she <laughs> opens the trunk of the car. And what's in there? Meat. A lot of guns and knives under meat, which is how they, so that if they got pulled over by a cop, which they did <laughs> right now, um, <laughs> the cops came up and they said, Hey, what do you got here? Oh, Oprah, I'm so sorry. I didn't see it was you. She said, don't worry about it. Just some, got some <laughs> steaks. Don't just, worry about it. I got some steaks here in the back <laughs> of the van. I'm about to cook them up if you'd like to have one. And the cops go, no, we got to mm, get a couple more arrests to meet our quota the rest of the night. So they arrest Ryan Gosling. <laughs> and he's like, hey, wait. <laughs> he goes, I'm not a... She goes, she goes, Oprah. Oprah goes... She goes, Oprah. <laughs> Oprah goes... Sorry, buddy. Guess you're another statistic. (laughs) (laughs) So. (laughs) So Guess you're another statistic. (laughs) I just want to go. I just want to give a sober accounting of what's happening right now in the show. Sure. A sober accounting. Yeah, I'm Instead sober. of all this excitement that you and I have about the show because it's so good and we love it so much and we're such big fans, give a sober accounting of what had happened. Sure, sure, sure. Say this as straightforwardly as I can. Oprah Winfrey. <laughs> Oprah, Oprah Winfrey and her driver, who's for all purposes that we can tell the character Ryan Gosling plays in Drive, played by Ryan Gosling, they have walked to a warehouse where Joey Salami is played by Matt LeBlanc is being held by kidnappers because Oprah wants to fuck. If this is a sober accounting, sober accounting. we need to... Alright, let me be really straightforward. Go ahead, say what? They are pushing a van yeah. toward wherever this is. Oprah and Ryan Gosling have walked across Chicago pushing a van. <laughs> They've gotten in it at the last moment. They get right back out. Cops roll up. <laughs> the police ask Oprah. They didn't notice it was Oprah. And then they ask her what she's doing. Yes. She opens the trunk for the police, even though they didn't ask. And she explains that she has steaks in the trunk. And she's about she's to cook ab- them up. About to cook them up. She asks the police if they'd like to join. They explain, no, ma'am. We actually can't join you right now because we're on duty. And by the end of our shift, we need to make more arrests because that's how a police shift works is you have to make a certain number of arrests. And then they see Ryan Gosling. I guess they hadn't seen him before. And (laughs) without cause, they arrest him. And they say, there's one right there. And Oprah 
And Ryan Gosling is upset. He starts screaming for Oprah and to help him. Yeah. And she says, sorry, guess you're another statistic. And then we get to the part we haven't and discussed And then she yet. bites into a raw steak. Yeah, she bites into a raw steak to kind of, I guess, prove to the officers that it's really meat. Yeah. Which is what she says. She says, don't mind me. I'm just biting into this meat to prove to you that it's really meat. And then she sort of... And we hear that for a while. <laughs> okay. And that's enough. That's really enough. I think we're going to lose listeners if you keep playing the clip from the show. <laughs> So, it's like when people eat on but a they podcast. Have to, but they have to show her eating it for a while because what she's doing is she's eating each bite and spitting it out until she gets to the center of the meat in which the there bone. is a bone which is actually made of gun. <laughs> so yeah. she has to repeat this maybe six or seven times. She's just and she chewing through raw meat to get to the guns. Arms herself basically like she's uh, Juan the Week, right? John Wick. Oh. Juan the Week. Um... Is that what they call him? They actually call him, and you've seen the movie, right? You've seen the third one? I've only seen the third one. You haven't seen the first one. So in the first one, they explain what they call John Wick. They call him Baba Yaga. Do you know what the Baba Yaga is? Do you know what Baba Yaga is? It's a witch. It's the boogeyman. Baba Yaga. Yeah, which is a type of witch. Well, they explain in the, you might be right, and they might be wrong in the movie. In the movie, they say Baba Yaga is the boogeyman. wrong. Do you want to know why they call John Wick? Baba Yaga? Yeah. The boogeyman? Yeah. Because he's scary hot. They actually call him the boogeyman, Baba Yaga, because he is the thing that the boogeyman is afraid of. So the logic so is that's bad. bad. But Oprah's looking like Baba Yaga right now. It'd be like if you called me airplane. Because you're... Afra- nope. No, that wouldn't be it either. Because you're afraid of airplanes. Yeah. But ostensibly, John Wick is not afraid of Boogeyman. It's like if you called Bernie Mac, motherfucker. Because he's not... Well, because he is... Oh, he's not scared of you, motherfucker. But... Yeah, okay. So that doesn't quite work. (laughs) Well, let's just kind of of move through here. So here's what happens. Pretty much, Oprah arms herself to the teeth. She kicks in the door. Uh, of the warehouse, waving the 4-4, and starts making her way through this nest of Russian criminals. And then we do something kind of crazy. Really cool. We do a flashback. Yeah. So we do a flashback. We're in the same location as we were just left, but we're further into this warehouse kind of situation, and Joey is strapped to a table. Yep. And... He looks like he's got all of his organs at this point. Mm-hmm. But the hours ticking, ticking by. Down. There's like a few seconds left on the guy's iPhone timer thing. And he's like, in a couple. Three. Yeah, in a couple of seconds, two. you're about to lose your appendix. Timer goes off. Oh my God. Yeah, so the. <laughs> In case you're wondering, the first part is kind of the sound of like the appendix coming out. And the last part. Yeah, that's the appendix coming out. And then the next part is what Joey says. Oh, my God. 
we jump forward. Yeah. One hour. So that was at uh, 12 p.m. Yeah. Because the auction was Lunchtime. actually... The auction was actually 11 a.m. Yeah, it's a brunch so, auction. Brunch auction. They have mimosas. So we jump forward from 12 p.m. We see the clock on the wall... It's close to one now. Go to one now. And the auction... The um the kidnapper, right? Yeah. Um, this guy played by um, Sawyer from Lost. They've had him in the show before. <laughs> but he's in it again. Um, Can't get enough of Sawyer, him. Sawyer basically playing a Russian. He goes... Three, two. So he's got a French accent, Russian with a French accent. He goes. He was born in Russia, but raised in France. He's ex- he explains this to Joey. Joey's yeah. lying on the table, right? Well, and he's like, oh my god. And the guy's explaining to him. He's kind of like, if we're gonna spend well, all this time together, he, you might as well know something about it. It was the thing. Yes. Hmm. It was the thing. I was born in Le Sabom. I was born in, in Le Sabom in Russia. In France, <laughs> I can't keep it all straight. Here's a thing, I'm French, but I am also Russian. Clock jumps forward <laughs> to 2 p.m. Oh my God! Joey no have a pancreas anymore. Yeah. No have a spleen. No have a pancreas. No have one of his kidneys. Mm-hmm. Okay. Get another little monologue from Sawyer, kind of filling the time. <laughs> yeah. Tick-tock. Tick-tock. I guess we have to pass the time. Want me to tell you a joke? Joey's like, oh my, oh, my God. Clock jumps forward to 4 p.m. Never got to hear that joke. 4 p.m. I'm starting to feel bad for you, but uh, here go. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. So that was both of his eyeballs just got taken. <laughs> And uh, Sawyer from Lost, he goes, uh, I feel kind of bad about that one because I did two, even though I told them I would only do one every hour, but I had done the two. I guess I could not help myself. Clock jumps forward, <laughs> 5 p.m. Oh my God. 6 p.m. Oops, there goes one of his lungs. Whoop, there it is. 7 p.m. Whoops, there goes the other kidney. This was the other kidney at 7 p.m. Oh, sure, sure, sure. Okay. You're thinking of it actually at 8 p.m. Yep. They start to flay him. Joey only says, oh, my God, once for that one because he's mm. unconscious most of the time from the pain. Yeah. So, and that's also about the time something else happens. So it's no longer Boom. a flashback. Kick in the door, wave in the 4-4. It's Oprah Winfrey. Yep. She strapped the teeth like she's Yuan uh, Wick, La Baba Yaga. And she starts stalking her way through this warehouse. And this is awesome. This is another. This is the coolest. Camera trick. Todd Phillips uses a moving camera shot where the camera actually moves. And the camera actually tracks along. Kind of on a bicycle or something. With Oprah Winfrey through this uh, warehouse. A song kicks in. It's actually awesome. She starts taking out all of these French-Russian uh-huh. operatives. So she kind of kicks one over and then kicks another one on the chin. And then she kind of shoots another guy in the head. And then she sort of does a somersault and then shoots another guy. And then she um, does a cartwheel and shoots two guys. And then she sort of does like a front flip and then a back flip and then kind of reaches behind her and shoots another guy. And then that's a bunch of dead guys. 
and she just sort of keeps firing her gun into the air. Really slowly. <laughs> yeah, like ominously. And then she actually, uh, she takes a running start. Uh-huh. She does a flying dragon kick. Yep. And she kicks down a door. There's five guys. These are all Russian French guys. They're all wearing berets. Yep. And they're actually all, um, they're... Wearing berets and drinking vodka. And practicing torture on animals. Yeah. So, bam, she kills all of them. They give her a lot of time to do this because they're absorbed in killing the animals. That's three of them. That's the fourth one. She kills him. And that's five. That's good because she only had five shots left in her gun. She chucks that gun into the trash. She uh, reaches both arms out like she's Jesus Christ. And she takes a gun from two of the guys that she just killed. Yep. Boom. She slides under a uh, halfway down garage door. Not halfway down because she's not 10 feet tall. It's, it's almost to the floor. Yeah. She slides under it just as it's closing. Uh, wow, she's in an auto shop now. There's a working class guys working on automobiles in here. They're fixing them. She, so she kind of shoots them all down. Slowly. So they can really and then, fast. and then fastly. And the bullets are actually ricocheting. Yeah. They're ricocheting all over, all over the place. place. Bing, 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 bing. And she... Off of the cars. And she sort of maneuvers through all of it as yes. if she knows exactly the trajectory of each. And she sort of steps through it the way that um, Mission Impossible guy would go through, like, lasers or something. Right, when he's in the Matrix. Yeah, yeah, And yeah. so she says to herself, actually, she, she actually says, well, she's doing it, she goes, I feel like the freaking Mission Impossible guy when he's going through the lasers in the Matrix. <laughs> and then... She gets to another door, and it has yeah. a lock on it, and she right. shoots, shoots that lock off. off. She uses a shotgun. She shoots twice. It fell off after the first one, but she fires the shotgun so fast, yep. and she gets it both times. Yes. And then, all of a sudden, uh, whoa. She's in the swimming pool room where uh, Ewan McGregor or whoever, not Ewan McGregor, he was the auctioneer, uh, Sawyer. Sawyer from, from Lost. Lost. Um, played by Ewan McGregor. <laughs> Resort from Lost, played by Ewan McGregor, playing a Russian-French guy. He has... I'm just kidding. Okay. It's Sawyer from Lost. He has uh, Joey Salami. Mm-hmm. Tied down. Skinless. Doesn't need to have him tied down, really. He's not no going lungs, anywhere. No kidneys. And he's... No pancreas. Yeah. No spleen. Nope. No, no appendix. No eyeballs. And any other organ pretty much you could imagine. Except... For one. Two... So he told him at the very beginning. We flash back again. We flash back again. <laughs> very beginning. Right before he starts cutting Joey up and he says to him, I'm going to take organ by organ and the last two I'm going to take is going to be your dick and then your heart. I would take your brain, but... You don't whoa. have one. And then he tries it again and he goes, I would take your brain. <laughs> But you don't have one. Then he tries it a third time and he goes, take your brain, but you don't have one. And so then we cut back to Oprah walking into the room and uh, uh, Sawyer looks up at her and he goes, I see you have arrived to claim your prize. Do you have my money? And she goes, no, I don't. She fires her gun one more time. 
Twice. <laughs> I know I said. <laughs> I know I said the two fires it one more time. What I meant was. What I meant, and I'll explain in a moment. After the clip from the show stops playing. <laughs> That's what she says right after she her last shot hits Sawyer. Yeah. Right in the heart. Uh-huh. He dies. Dead. <laughs> doesn't have any more lines. She says that one. Shot to the heart and you're too late. And she then explains to Joey. She says, And when I say you're too late, I'm talking about myself. I'm too late. I'm too late to rescue you, my love. You've lost so many of your organs by now, but you haven't lost the two most important ones. Yes, my love. Yeah, and he's asleep, so he's not really listening to this. <laughs> she goes, yes, my love. I'm talking about your penis, the most important organ on the male body, and also your heart, which is not that important to me. I could really give a shit less, less about it. Remember, this is Oprah Winfrey. I could really give a shit less about it, she says. She puts him into, and this is actually... I thought poetic, Sarah. So let's rate this poetry moment. Yes. She slings, she picks Joey up and she slings him over her shoulder uh-huh. in what is traditionally known as a fireman's carry. Yes. And that's poetic. And there's so something on the I actually bin- want And the poetry to- moment is rated on a binary scale. Either something is not poetic or it is poetic. Right. That is poetic. poetic. Okay, you wanted to read that one thing. Go ahead and then let's wrap this episode What's up. What's interesting about this is that Oprah's whole sort of monologue hinges on the belief that the lyrics to that song are shot through the heart and you're too late. When in yeah, fact... Yeah, those are the lyrics. Yeah, let's just hear it again real quick. Shot through the heart and you're too late. Yeah. When so in fact... Obviously what Oprah's saying fact, in that song. In some circles, people say that the lyrics are shot through the heart and you're to blame. Yeah. And so she does correct herself. <laughs> She actually does the monologue again. First, well, she wakes Joey up. She slaps him around a little. Hey, so she and it hurts real the, bad because he's got no skin. Yeah, she takes the gun and she pistol whips him a few <laughs> times. <laughs> it's funny. She does a kind of classic. You remember the plane? How the plane goes up and then it goes down? That's kind of what she does. So she slaps him enough that he wakes up. She keeps slapping him with the gun until he falls asleep again. <laughs> so she does that a few more times until she gets hits just the right rhythm. And she says... What I was, tr- she goes, what I was trying to say was, <laughs> what I was trying to say was, I shut just, I shut Sawyer through the heart. Don't ask me how I know his name. That's what she says. <laughs> I shut Sawyer through the heart there, and uh, you're to blame for it. Because if you had just been able to resist him cutting out some more of your organs, if you weren't such a little, little pussy boy, then I wouldn't have had to come rescue you. If you'd not got in the wrong van, you stupid idiot. It smells like pussy in here. That's what she says. And then we use a classic cut to the last scene of... Well, and it's the, so interesting. Because it's actually I, the second to last. I, am, I have become, at, by the end of this episode, yeah. so um, it, it's almost like Todd Phillips makes these camera tricks seem normal. You like, become accustomed to them. Yeah. I, <laughs> yeah. So yeah, we get kind of get to the final scene. Yeah, and she's fireman carrying him out of there, and then it's a it's a match cut is what it's called. So it's like she goes through one door, 
to exit the warehouse, but it lines up perfectly with the door to her boudoir, her bedroom in her... Uh, um, House? Well, her apartment in that big tower where she lives uh-huh. on Chicago Lake. Uh-huh. And she's got sex stuff in there. And so then she has <laughs> sex with Joey. And it's really nasty stuff and we don't want to get And he in. has sex back, to be clear. He has sex back really hard. <laughs> and we don't want to get into the details of it, but let's just suffice to say it's so nasty that Joey falls back asleep afterwards. And... uh Oprah, this is a shot. It's exactly like the shot at the end of the bowling alley and there will be blood where the the main guy in that movie is Daniel Plainview. He's down on the bowling alley on his knees and it's a long, it's a, it's a, uh, it's a, it's a long shot. It's from far away. And he, he yells, I'm finished. That's what Oprah says. Mm. But then the scene keeps going. So mm-hmm. Joey's asleep. She goes, I'm finished. Mm-hmm. We pull back further. Mm-hmm. What do we see in Oprah's bedroom with yeah. her? So we see a camera crew. Yeah. And I'm thinking... Full oh, film crew. Full film crew. Yeah. I'm thinking, okay, that's a boom mic. Okay, that's a camera. Okay, that's a camera on a bicycle. I thought it was a mistake. I thought, oh, they accidentally filmed themselves filming Chicago Heroes like yeah. usual. Yeah. Like they often screw <laughs> yeah. that up. Yeah. <laughs> so, Big mistake. Yeah. So... Uh, what Todd Phillips comes on screen. He says right to the camera, <laughs> this is not a mistake. <laughs> um, yeah, I kind of wish he had said that during the Joker. So that, I- <laughs> <laughs> so what do we make of what this, um, that, that was the end of it. What do we, <laughs> what do you and I make? Cause this is where we can apply a little interpretation for our listeners. What do we make of what this camera crew was supposed to be? And they make very clear, this is not a mistake. Why was there a camera crew in Oprah's bedroom? What do you take? What did you interpret that to be? Well, okay, so I for, for a few minutes, as you know, I just was sort of sitting there going, "Bah, yeah, bah, yeah." But after I thought about it for a while, I sort of started to recall that throughout a lot of the episode, there kind of was a camera crew following Oprah around. I started to remember that too. I remember that in every single scene that she was in, there was a camera crew following her and around. And kind of like a boom mic always accidentally getting into her face yeah. and her like yelling, okay, cut. Yeah. And Saying, follow me here. Okay, track this shot. Yeah, okay, track. get this. Okay. All right, set okay, up the okay. shot. Okay, set up the shot. Okay, yeah. I'm going in now. All right, I'm going to do it. I'm doing it. She kept kind of doing that. And that's something you and I didn't really care about when we were watching the show at first. But then we revisited it. We were like, oh, that's kind of important. Yeah, it you know didn't I mean? seem important, but now I know it is. Right. And so my theory is that Oprah Winfrey, uh, devil that she is, set this whole situation up. That's not a right. Re- you looked, you made a look when I just said that, like I was making a reference that you didn't understand. I wasn't. I was just saying. <laughs> you were just making a reference. Stupid. Well, it's not a reference. I wasn't referring yeah, reference to, to anything. Something that was in your mind. Oprah Winfrey, the devil that she is. <laughs> a reference is something that you think. A reference is a wish your mind makes. Exactly. And so my theory is that she paid some wise guys, some Russian wise guys, Russian French wise guys, to kidnap Joey so that she could act out her own action movie because she had a documentary crew going around filming her and she wanted to be an action star. As you and I both know from reading the trade magazines, Oprah Winfrey has been trying for years to break into acting as an mm-hmm. action star. Um, she actually 
Uh, she has paid multiple times to try to have Jet Li killed so that she could get replaced on his movies as an understudy. Yep. Um, she has paid multiple times to try to have Keanu Reeves killed so that she could replace off him on his John Wick movies. Yep. As an understudy. She has been the understudy for Jackie Chan on both the Rush Hour movies. Uh, it's actually reported that she actually wrote the line. Do you understand the words that are coming out of my mouth? And for that, we thank her. Right. And she actually wrote those words as a spell that when you said them, they were supposed to kill Jackie Chan mm-hmm. when he was listening to them. Mm-hmm. But of course, Oprah Winfrey's not really a witch, so mm-hmm. it didn't work. Yep. <laughs> so this was finally her shot. Yeah. So... A tip of the cap to you, Oprah Winfrey. You've done it. You've done it. You've really done it you've, by Jove. You've done it. You've broken into the industry. That's the end of the episode. So, Sarah, um, should we bid adieu to our listeners here? Oh, but I would like to stay just a little bit longer. I would love to go. What do you think? Can we meet in the middle? By going? Yeah. So... Thank you for listening to Please Save Me. This has been Chicago Heroes' official recap podcast. I'm Ben Flores. I'm Sarah Black. Chicago Heroes is television's number one show. Is it a drama or is it a comedy? It's kind of both. And you are kind of our listeners. And, and also our Valentine. for that. L is for... Love. Later. <laughs> Smells like courage. <laughs> <laughs>